Live. Okay, here we are again, everybody. May 25th, 2018, 2 p.m. We're here with Bernie Bershears. We're talking trust, corporate souls, the advantages, insulating. Insulating. What are we insulating? We're insulating assets. Insulating assets, isolating. Okay, you got it. So, where shall we? start today. Uh, just to like, jump right in and, and, and kick it off. Well, we have uh, oh. we have somebody else on, so why don't we uh, ask them? They're the expert on what they want to know. <laughs> we don't know what right. they want to know. Right. And I and I do, as a, as a follow-up, uh, that this guy, the last guy, was hard-pressed to, uh, he wanted to get a, a certificate of marriage, so that's like on the table, so I don't know if that's a uh, sincere you're an ecclesiastical judge and all. I mean, hey, in the name of true love, I, I come out in the name of true love. Who am I to deny true love? So my heart goes out to somebody who's seeking that. So, well, anyway, there is an answer. Yeah. There is an answer, and that is to have uh, a um, uh, have a uh, the head of a corporation soul in the states. Um, be a witness uh, that, well, yeah, it's done by affidavit, and then uh, I can do the, I can do the union over the internet. Uh, I don't have to have it; doesn't have to be live voices or anything. I need a a, a um, an affidavit saying that you are married, and then I write the document that says receiving based on good information supported by affidavit uh, these people are married uh, I, you know I, I have I have a template that I can okay. use and I had just not thought about it okay. uh, well, you know it, it was kind of it's it's been uh, like uh, 13 years, and uh, it had slipped my mind. So right. well, we can I handle guess it. Love is in the air, you know. Hey, you know, I, I, <laughs> what can I say? So, yeah. And who knows what lies in my future? You know? well, anyway. The Almighty so, One does. That's, that's right. I'm aiming to that. We just got to okay. be uh, ready and willing. Absolutely. So we have well, we we got we got Mighty Mo here. She's muted out. We got um, we got non-member in the background. So if anyone wants to jump right out with a question, this is the time to do it. Other than that, we we only have um, just the. No, you're the non-member, I do believe, <laughs> right? You're coming in as non-member. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, think I think yeah, we just got money, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So it is is slim pickings, but um, this is there for posterity. I mean, I talked to a guy today who wants to go the uh, quote church unquote route. Um, so he wants to meet with me and and talk sometime in the near future. He a. a uh, you know, set up the religious charitable trust for, and, and hopefully uh, I'll talk to him 
about the corporation soul, but he's talking about a whole group of uh, people worshiping. So it works. There we go. Yeah. 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 So it is. It is slowly building, and I'm in a. You know, my son. I was going to sit down and do the application with him, but he just got a new job that pays more. So it's like I'm just going to go ahead and. Um, I have some free time. I'm going to get that off to you soon, real soon, like by the weekend. I'm going to do this. And then, you know what, if I make any mistakes, just, you know, correct me, I guess. And we'll make sure we got this, and then you can get started on on that. Because the sooner um, I work with my son on this, the sooner with the better. And then Marcus the still. I, did, I don't <clears throat> think Marcus, did Marcus ever get anything off to you yet? Um, I don't believe so. He, uh, Let me okay, check. good. Because because I'm going to have to. I know how this works. I, I mean, I, I'm doing this for everybody. We everybody is like really busy, but we have to dig in and and get this done and you know build momentum and start this community where all, where we're all cognizant and actively participating. You know, because if no one's participating, you can't really move forward. So um, I'm eager to do this. Does Marcus live in Colorado? Correct, correct, yeah. Okay, he did do something. Okay, he did. Okay, great, great. Well, then he beat me to the punch. But, I was, but he, uh, hasn't, on... uh, he hasn't gotten me an EIN, so I can't send him oh, his, his finalized okay. documents yet. Yes. So, yeah, you need the uh, application and the EIN. Well, no, the app. hold on. The application comes first, and then, or simultaneously, you do the EIN. He's got the trucks. Yeah, he's got the yes. trust. He just needs yes. to get me the the EIN so I can send him finalized documents so he doesn't have yes. to worry about whether or not uh, the the documents are complete. He can go open a, a bank account and so forth. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're we're getting we're getting uh closer. I'll have to call him on that. Terrific. Okay. Just be careful oh. what you call. <laughs> right. So okay, nobody's um, nobody has any particular questions. You know, I run the call fast and loose. I'm ready to come down on you know shutting people down, but there's there's not many people here, so which is fine. Okay. We got we got a small crowd. If so uh, this, you know, if there's uh, if if people are are waiting around for the RV for the revaluation of foreign currencies, uh, then they better get moving. Because right. uh, it is really looking extremely close. It's looking closer than it ever has looked in the past. Because in Iraq, they are using the new currency and coins on the streets. And their ATMs are dispensing small currency. They've got two, five, and ten uh, bills. And that means that they're worth like the $10 bill would be worth just fractions of a cent. Right. They're worthless. So what are they getting them for? They have revalued uh, the currency in Iraq right now. And they're just waiting around for this weekend. Or uh, maybe maybe they're waiting for the Grand Prix and Indianapolis 500 and Charlotte 600 races to provide a distraction to to do it on Sunday. So I, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that it, it is so close. It's, um, you know, let it be. You know, let it happen. Almighty one, please. 
A lot of people right. need it. Sure. There's a there's a little girl down the hill from me that needs an operation on her eyes. Just six or eight thousand dollars, and she'll be able to see. And her family is, uh, they're dirt poor. Uh, right. They uh, there's a kid who you know, I know him. He ran his bicycle into a. A telephone pole, and he cracked his head open, and uh, he was, they found him laying in the street, bleeding out of his ears, co- unconscious. Now he's conscious. He's got some problems. They had to operate on his head, but uh, you know, I, I need to. There's some therapy that I, he could use, like hyperbaric oxygen chamber and ozone injections and things that I, I really would like to. Provide for people like him. We just need the money. And uh, it's up to the Almighty One. Anyway, now that I've already said that, the the things that I do, what I do to help people, and they do help people, uh, is we, we create a charitable religious trust that is perpetual common law trusts and statutory trusts have time limits like every 20 years or 50 years or whatever they have to be renewed and you have to pay your trustee every year or he might quit on you and he's got the records if he quits and or he he defaults on something then your trust goes into the the garbage can with this because you're a member of the society that applies to get it and the trust is perpetual the trusteeship stays with you and and whoever you appoint to be the trustee forever this thing could last for 15 generations it's a perfectly good trust it's it's completely legal and the Supreme Court can't rule it illegal, can't rule it improper. They can, they could deal if you were money laundering, drug running, gun running, people trafficking, then they could rule what you were doing to be against the law and, and deal with that. But they can't rule on the validity of the trust. You know, the, uh, one of the favorite tricks of the kangaroo courts is to to say, well, your your trust is a bogus trust. They can't do that. I have a power of appointment in Wyoming as a judge with the power to create these trusts. And it's under state law. And state law is superior to federal law in this area because of, of uh, write it down or listen to the replay, uh, 28 U.S.C. 1652. Uh, it says that state law, uh, unless it is uh, invalidated or something, I can't remember the exact words, but if it's superseded by a federal law or a treaty, the state law has the same effect as a settled Supreme Court decision. And uh, there will not be a federal law 
or a treaty that can overrule this because of the First Amendment that says we have the right to free exercise of religion. So we're in good shape. There's, uh, there's no problem here. Uh, and this, uh, you know, there, there are a whole bunch of things. Uh, I, I put a, a document in, uh, in Rocco's uh, possession called uh, uh, Finding Freedom. And uh, it's, it has basically how to go about doing the things that, that we uh, have been trying to do, like I was trying to do ever since I, well, I was in high school, really. Uh, but then uh, went through the U.S. Army experience and then uh, lived in the woods for a few years trying to get my head straight. And then I worked on ships for a few years, and then I got back into where I was realized that there is such a thing as the Infernal Revenue Service, and, and, uh, and then I had to deal with them. So then I had to deal with the, the trusts and, and start learning about them. So, uh, But I, I spent uh, in pre-1995 dollars, I spent over $120,000 looking for a remedy, and I found it. And uh, you know, it'd be over, a, it'd be closer to 250 now um, in today's dollars. But uh, I found the solution, and uh, and I share it. And Rocco's got the got the basics for it. So it's right. called, the document is Finding Freedom. And uh, uh, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, it's the best of the information that I could find over the years. And uh, I used, uh, I used a little bit more than that, things that were available to me in 1994 that are no longer available. But it doesn't mean that, that the procedure doesn't work. All you have to do is document it. You don't get one of the documents that I, I was able to get out of Washington State. Anyway, uh, I'll uh, see if anybody else has come on and they have any questions. Um, none yet. Nobody's got their hands up. People are self-muting, so nothing yet. I guess we can go right into the hypotheticals or real-life examples of why of what you do, why you do it, why someone would want to trust, uh, the benefits of having a trust, and or a corporation soul. Okay. The, the trust is to insulate assets and isolate liabilities. Uh, some of you may have been blessed with having uh, gotten a book called The Rich Dad, Poor Dad by uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. And he straightens out some of the 
myths about what's the difference between an asset and a liability. And uh, people think of their house as an asset. It's not. They think of their car as an asset. It's not. Somebody could get in, you know, somebody can hit you and sue you in your car. They can slip and fall in your house and sue you and take the house. It's not an asset. It's a liability. So it needs to be insured. Basically, anything that needs to be insured is a liability. So you isolate those by putting them into a trust. So they sue the owner of the trust, the owner of the item. They sue the owner of the car. They don't sue you, they sue the owner of the car. And the owner of the car, being a trust, would have two things. It would have the, tr- the car, and it would have a bank account that pays for the gas, oil, tires, insurance, license, and that stuff for the car. Uh, they slip and fall in your house. They sue the trust, and uh, they... If they win their lawsuit, they get the house. But funny thing is, they used a street address on the house, so they get oh, the oh, house. I was but they don't get, get explore, Yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't well, get the meets and bounds. It. Right. Yeah, they right. don't get so, the land. So talk about that. Okay. Okay. So it's yeah. hypothetical. Somebody falls on your front porch becomes a quadriplegic or breaks their hip. And, and they go, I'm suing you for X amount. And, and right, just what you said, let, let's delve into this. How, how does that realistically play, play out? They don't have the meets and bounds. They have the address. They have the house. So yeah. how does that really work out in the real world? Well, they, they, uh, they get their they, – you make it cost them as much as you can to win against the house because you don't want to lose the house. And um, and then they they win their case. Right. And they show up and tell you to get out and you say, "Okay, I can get out, but uh I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to have to tell you now you've got 30 days to move your house off of the this land, the dirt, right, that uh that is owned by a different trust. It's owned by a, a a trust that owns the meets and bounds, which yes. is the dirt. Right. And they have 30 days to move it. And, and if they don't, well, that's what this really means is this is where the trial really starts. They've just been through an expensive trial and he's had to pay his lawyer for winning the case. Mm-hmm. And now he's got another case that he's got to do plus right. the expense yeah. of moving his house. What are the odds of him getting injunctive relief against this whole? I mean, I I don't see it. I mean, have, have you do you have any examples of this going down? Or I'm, I'm just I, curious. I don't. Other other okay. people do, but okay. I don't. Because uh, is it is it automatically going to? It sounds like a windfall. I mean, okay, so you you push this guy back, and then he finally, after let's say a year and, and all this legal battle back and forth, back and forth, and and just a war of attrition, for lack of a better term, you're throwing paper up against the wall, and then finally, yeah, you wear him down, but he 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 breaches the hill, plants his flag, and then you say, right, you have thirty days now. Is that going to be one of these things, hey, you have 30 days, 
that's it. It's written in stone, and your claim is going to dissipate into nothing if you cannot. I mean, so what if the guy comes in with a chainsaw and starts, well, I'm going to start taking my house. What if he Take starts it. hacking? Oh, okay. You yeah, can't you, could, you, you could have some guy who says, who realizes what's going on, and then he gets his buddies, and they just start. What, what about, I mean, you know, if he gets a wrecking crew in there. I mean, he can disassemble the house. That's all I'm, I'm getting at here. I'm he can, trying to. Yeah, he can, he can do that. Ooh. He can do that. It's going to cost him a whole lot of money, and it's not sure. going to be worth him falling on your steps. Uh, yeah, but I'm it's, saying it's just but not going to be he, worth it. You'd have to get all the permits too, right, to start yeah. disassembling your house. That's all I'm saying. I, I want to have this fair and balanced. I want people to realize um, what could worst case scenario. So yeah, I mean, that, quite honestly, what it really that's means, what I'd be real, doing. Real life, uh, real life. Uh, possibilities or probabilities most likely that's where your real trial would start and they'd start negotiating yeah saying okay we won the house it was worth a quarter of a million dollars but uh we'll take fifty thousand right because i remember you you said that before then so then the negotiations start yeah or or he's just SOL or or yeah, to, to prevent it from getting ugly like that, you know, from the guy firing up a thirty six inch home light and you know <laughs> cutting holes. Because out of spite, you know, I know I do it. I I'm just saying. So okay. Um with if it's a valuable house, he could send in a a a uh demolition crew and just take it apart right right there's there's exactly. there's money in salvage materials well that's what i'm saying so i just want to let people know um the pitfalls but it really it would be a uh uh like you said it'd be a case by case thing but it basically it means that's where the negotiations start well, well, well back to this would could you say you have 30 days and that's it period you have to have it off, and then anything over, you're, he's done, and it's a trespass. I mean, is it that strong? I mean, is is that what we're talking here? Well, it's the the trust that owns the land has rights. Yeah. And um, he won. He he won the house in court. He can have it, but you have yeah. the right to build on your place. So they have to get that off of there so you can rebuild on your place. Right, but I'm, I'm saying he'd be locked in the strength of that 30 days, say, hey, you have 30 days, and then that's it. Now you're, um, now you're prohibited no, I'd, after 30 days. I'd, yeah. I'd be reasonable. I'd say you can, so. you can give me uh, um, $2,000 a week for anything over the 30 days. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Just want to explore that. So well, there's there's ways to there's always a peaceful solution. Right. Right. Just look for it. Anyway. Um, 
So the, you know, uh, the got... corporation soul is used. The corporation soul is a is a much more powerful entity than the trust. <clears throat> when when you are the um, when you're the trustee and your name is on the trust, then uh, if they there are lawyers I'm sure who would think, well, this is just like a common law trust. I'll just go harass him and and uh, you have more horsepower, a lot more horsepower than a common law trust. But when you have a corporation soul that's filed with Wyoming and recognized under state law, the trusts, I'm recognized under state law as a judge. And my work is recognized as being valid work. But the when you are a corporation soul, then and your 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 corporation soul is the trustee on your trust then you have a lot more horsepower to defend the trust. You have all of the laws that, that protect corporation soul, which are, some of them are over 500 years old and go way back into England. And uh, they're Mort Main laws and, and that sort of thing. Um, the, uh, you have a lot more horsepower to defend that trust and the property that's held in it when you're a corporation soul and it's the trustee. Um, I realized that when I was writing a legal brief uh, for a lady who was being attacked by the IRS, uh, she, uh, she had, she has, she's a missionary and she has missions in Africa and she collects money in the States and wherever she goes. Uh, and they uh, they donate to her PayPal account. She tried to open a, a PayPal account in the name of her corporation soul, and PayPal wouldn't do it. And so she opened it in her own name with her social security number, and she ran the money through her social security number to the corporation soul. And... Uh, after five years, good old PayPal sent a 1099 to her and a copy to the IRS, and the IRS came after her. For that one year, it was $16,333, which she just did not have. And uh, they, uh, uh, the, the lady that wrote her corporation soul for her wasn't any help at all. Uh, so she turned to me and she asked, can you do something? And I said, sure. Uh, hers was filed in, in, uh, in Montana. I usually file them in Wyoming. And, uh, but I filed in, I filed two of them in Montana. I know their laws and they have good laws, but just not as good as Wyoming. And uh, so I said, sure, get a copy of your corporation soul and a copy of the different documents that, that I'll need to have you attached to the, the brief. And uh, the lady who did her corporation soul didn't want to give them to her. 
So she had to go to the state of Wyoming to get them. And uh, so she eventually got them. And uh, we did her, I did her, her uh, brief to answer the, the uh, demand for $16,000. And uh, when she wrote it, you know, when I was doing that, I realized how much more horsepower you've got with a corporation sold than with just a trust with you as the trustee. And uh, it took them about three or four months to get over choking every time they looked at the the brief, but they finally sent her a letter saying, you're relieved of any duty of paying taxes at this time. And she hasn't heard anything more from them. And there were several more years that there were four more years that they could have done her for, but they haven't, they haven't bothered her over any of them. So the, the corporation soul has a lot of power and it's, it should be added to your, your arsenal just as soon as you can. Right. Um, any questions on that? I don't have any questions. I wonder if anybody else does. Where is everybody? Everyone's just listening. So well, in a way that's in a way that's kind of nice. You know, I used to have some <laughs> sure friends that were. I had some friends that were uh, were professional musicians and and uh, they were. Uh, they were playing in one place that they said that they uh, that the people would go out on the breaks. They they would take a break, the the band would take a break, and then they'd come back, and the hall would be empty. And then as soon as they hit their first notes, people would start flooding back in. The people were just they were they were actually coming to listen to the music instead of just dance. You know, if you're if you're a dance band, uh, and the people dance, then you're happy. But if you're a, if you're a band that that plays music that has lyrics that people might like, then you appreciate it when somebody listens to the lyrics. And uh, that was a hallmark for them: people listening to the music. Anyway, this that's what I was thinking of when people are just sitting here listening. Uh, and not asking questions. Right. Anyway, our our philosophy in doing this is uh, I had so many problems with the IRS uh, when I was in the Merchant Marine in Alaska and and at other times that uh, between me and and one of my mentors, we made every mistake that can be made short of the ones that put you in jail. Right. And uh, uh, because I've known the torment of thirst, I'll dig my well where others may drink. And I, I do this kind of, uh, I do it to make enough money to live on. But um, as Rocco can tell you and, and other people I've dealt with, I, I'm not stingy with my information and I do my very level best to help you. 
If I can't help you, I'm not going to hurt you, and I'm not going to take money just to take money. So uh, I'm here to help. Possibly the only judge that you'll run into, or a rare judge, that uh, is really here to help. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm slowly. Uh, yeah, I, I thank you for yeah your patience with me in in my special situation because I'm I'm ramping up from total destruction, desolation, rebuilding my life. So yeah, this is all long term for me, and um, you know, just uh, totally new. And as we uh, learn more, we can do more. As we do more, we can uh, just do. Uh, have greater vision so that's that's what I'm looking for getting people you know working and ultimately just just networking in inconceivable ways so we're just trying to you know your the the needs of the people in your group are different from the needs in the people most of the other groups I talk with you guys are really more interested in personal liberty and maintaining and retaining personal rights and discovering what those rights are. You know, you think you know. Uh, We all think we know what the rights are, but what are they really? You know, what, what what rights do I have and what rights was I tricked into signing away? And, um, and once I sign them away, they aren't my rights anymore until I do something effective to get them back. I can allege something, but that's that's not effective. It has to be effective. And not everything that people do is effective. People tr- were trying UCC1 back 15, 20 years ago. It doesn't work. Uh, there were isolated instances where people claimed it worked, but uh, yeah, it, I did. I did all that. Yeah, well, I I didn't because I was I would have had to declare myself to be in commerce in order to do it, and I know other people that did it. One guy who was involved with Corporation Soul, and in his Corporation Soul document. Uh, I read his, and and it says on the first page that he was ecclesiastically and commercially called to be the head of his organization. <laughs> so he's he's opening the doors to commercial law right there. Yeah, yeah, he, he did it. Yeah. Shaking hands with Caesar, you know. Once you do that, Caesar's in on the game. You're you're playing by Caesar's rules. Yeah. yeah. But He's if he, if he had maintained, table. yeah, if he had maintained his ecclesiastical status, he would have had uh, thousands of years of Mort Main law to back oh. him up. Mm-hmm. But he gave it away. Another guy, uh, Frank Elena, who was in Montana. And he wrote Montana Corporation Soul. Uh, nothing wrong with the laws in Montana, but he would he said in in his documents that you were uh, he defined 
one of one of the definitions that he said was 28 USC 30215C, which is an instrumentality of the United States. 30215 defines the United States. And it says that the United States is a federal corporation, a federal agency, or any instrumentality of the United States. Well, an instrumentality is anything created by an instrument, bound by an instrument, or obligated on the face of an instrument. So if you have an instrument in your pocket that's called a social security card, then you are an instrumentality of the United States. I discovered this uh, when I was researching uh, 26, that's in Infernal Revenue Code, 26 USC section 6331, about levy may be made upon the accrued salary or wages of any officer or employee or elected official of the United States or any instrumentality of the United States. In one of my legal briefs when I was fighting the Infernal Revenue Service, I said, well, I'm not an instrumentality. Duh. That's all I knew. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was was a bound, indentured servant, and I didn't even know it. Of course, I lost. I had to. Because I was presumed to know. Right. Any uh, the effect of a signature on a document is that uh, uh, that you know is the any anyone who puts a signature on a document is presumed to know intend uh, uh, the he knows understands and concurs with the content of any instrument bearing his voluntary signature. That's the way it goes. Close. So I had my signature on things that had my social security number on it. So I was, they they took a look at it and they said, well, this guy gave up his rights and he still wants them. We can't let him do that. So when I finally found a way to get rid of the social security number, I quit having that problem. So that was right. uh, well, then you, yeah. you got people changed. hung up about using the name too, but that's another story. Yeah, that's just a style. It says so in the law books, and it says so in court cases. It's just a style. It doesn't. Uh, if uh, David Wynn Miller, the guy who thinks he can invent a new language every few weeks, and and call yeah. it the language of truth. Uh, if it's true, if it's truth, then it doesn't change. Uh, the anyway, he uh, he said that it's how you write your name. If it's in upper and lower case, then you're okay. Uh, if it's um, if it's all caps, then they own you. And I said, oh, that's interesting. So a guy, you're telling me that a guy who's a chained who's a galley slave chained to an oar in a Phoenician rowing galley 
if he breaks a blood blister on his hand and he writes his name in upper and lower case, the chains fall off and he can walk across the water to the beach. Yeah. No, it don't happen. They don't put the name in jail. They put the hand that held the pen yeah. that signed the name, whether it's upper or lower case or all lower case or all uppercase, or even it's just an X. They don't care. They put the hand or in the, jail. Or the no name it or no nothing at all. I, I got brought in and... I can tell you stories as after I was assaulted and thrown into a, the, the maximum security area of the, the jail, the, the guards, the COs came by. As I was thrown in naked and bleeding and, and beat up, <laughs> the guards came by and said, what's this? Uh, this paperwork here, and I could overhear him. Everyone's like just a hush on the gallery there, right? He's like, I've never seen this. He's like, according to this paperwork, He's not here because I didn't sign anything. But but guess who was behind the door, bleeding on the floor? You know, mm-hmm. uh, me, the hand, and everything else that was connected to it. Right. So they will throw all of you in there, whether you sign or not. So I, yep. I they they know me. They're like, oh, he doesn't sign anything. <laughs> At one point, because they they just know me. Oh, he doesn't sign anything. You know, or I uh, said I objected booking, and then that's. When they turned it all on, you know. Five, I had a friend in uh, had a friend in New York that spent thirty days, and they would come in with their fire hose, with cold water, and hose him down. Mm-hmm. That was his bath. Oh God! They, they were doing their best to kill him of pneumonia. Yeah. Yep. I I went through all that. I didn't get, I didn't get the fire hose treatment, but after three days of. Uh, you know, on on the floor, and they, they told me to change into their, uh, you know, their uniform, whatever, their, the blues. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Oh, and they would try every trick in the book. Hey, you want some food? Hey, why aren't you, buddy? You know, I wasn't going for it. I'm, I'm I literally in, in, on a tank on the floor, basically, just a, a floor with a drain in it. And I was holding up a big holding cell. And then they just, on, on that third day, they just... They just beat me up. They, they they covered all the glass in the jail, and and five of these guys, well, one washed, and four of them just just assaulted me, just pummeled me. I got pictures of it. I got pictures of the bruises. So it's like, yeah, people, what do you want to do here? How do you want to live your life? What choices are you making? Anyway, a little off topic, but really not not not, that, not that far. No, not that not far. Not that far. So, so I spent a night in jail. Yeah. I, I, it was okay. so much like being on a ship, I felt like I was right at home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, same kind of people and and uh, a little room all to myself. I had a bathroom all my own. And it was stainless steel. I couldn't break it. But, sure. Uh, I, I, it, was a, it was comfortable. Uh I couldn't eat the food because, you know, one of the meals it wasn't kosher, and then they gave me right. a, a really it, it it was a really strong aroma, spicy piece of cake, and I was concerned that it might have some kind of drugs in it, so I didn't right. eat that. I gave it to another guy that was there. You know, 
you know, the funny thing is about this, all these days, years ago, because, man, you, you know, I said, man, I got to talk to Bernie. So in all these years, I said, um, years ago, I insisted, got to be a kosher diet. I, I went without food, but I was on the kosher diet. Absolutely. I went out, they tested me, I don't know how many times. Oh, well, just eat this. No, I'm on a kosher diet. When are you going to give me one? No, and then three days would go by, four days, and then I'd have the nurses come up and go down here, and then they'd call me up, bring me out, this here, that, the other, and finally sign off. I went through that like three times, one of the jails and one of the, and twice at two different prisons because, you know, they, they never have the paperwork, right? But, uh, yeah, you, you have to stand on these guys, stand on your principles. And be willing to uh, go all the way. Yeah, I, I went all the way to the wall. I went all the way behind the wall. So just, yeah. just rethinking everything and, you know, this whole exit strategy, withdrawal strategy. I talk to people every day. It's like I'm the peacemaker, deal maker. I am listening to people trying to defend the indefensible. It's like, guys, what do you, this whole sovereign idea. Uh, that's why I'm trying to... And we got this is it. This is my my huge challenge now. We got people wanting to secure land. They want to buy this land, and that's why they're like, "Well, I'm interested." And like, "Well, you got to give up some of these crazy sovereign ideas," you know. So I'm I'm trying to get people want to come together. They want to. So hopefully, one of these shows where we talk about it now, the best way to get how would you do this? Let's say you got four people that want to you know, start an off-grid, you know, uh, little establishment. I I'm, I don't want to really say commune, but for lack of a better, an off-grid community. So how would you, what's Intentional the best way to like, community, for, yeah. yeah, for for four people to come together, what would be the best, like an overview of that? Because that's a real-life situation. I'm talking to people every day about this. And they're like, well, how do we okay, do one, this? One thing, one way they could start was get a, get a corporation sold. And then before they even get a trust, uh-huh. and then when they get a trust, the corporation sold is the very first trustee. And then you form a religious retreat. You don't form a commune. You, yeah. you form right. a religious retreat. And then you have the, the protection of Mort Main. You have the protection of the First Amendment. Um, you have the protection of Wyoming, you have the protection of the Almighty One, and you you uh, you can produce and sell, and it's not commerce because it's what you produced. It's only commerce if it's something that you're engaging in in trade, uh, and you need a license for it. You don't need a license to sell your own stuff. My dad was a farmer for 25 years. And he yeah. never had to have a license to sell his apples or his wheat or corn or, or beans or pigs. He wasn't kosher. Right. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, so and you can trade. Can you, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Hey, can, you, can you slowly say that again? You said that kind of fast. So the first step, again, corporations soul. And then the trust becomes the what the first deed holder. What did you say there? That you uh, your your corporation soul becomes the first trustee on your trust. The way when I okay. do a trust, I have to name who the trustee is. 
So sure. when you do the corporation sold first, then the the trust that has the corporation sold as the trustee. And that way it doesn't have Rocco Vanzetti on it. Okay, so that would be the most beneficial way to do this. So you got to put, well, as far as everyone's concerned, I know they're looking at the price tags. I'm like, okay, it's not putting the cart before the horse. This is this is how you do it. The best way to do this, the formula it's to be better, off-grid. Yeah. Yeah, in my, in my once in a while, humble opinion, right. uh, the it's it's better use of your your money yeah. to get the corporation sold before you get the land and get the corporation sold in a trust and then the the you get the corporation sold filed so the filing date and filing number of the corporation sold can go in the trust and then you yeah. you buy the land or arrange to lease it, or however you're going to get it, and uh, and then the corporation's soul is in charge. Like I was mentioning on on one of the the talk talks that we had, uh, if you're in say Adams County, Washington, you call the Adams County uh, District Attorney. And you say we have a corporation, so we have a we have a religious retreat over here that people are living at, and uh, we intentionally live in peace and harmony with our surroundings. And if we, I, I'm just I'm I'm calling you to introduce myself and uh, to ask you if we ever have uh, anybody find out that we're here and they want to go and they're being chased by police, and they want to find a place to hide or calm down, then we're going to offer sanctuary to them, and the first thing we're going to do when they get here is call you. And what we're doing, you know, we're not trying to hide them or protect criminals. What we're trying to do is promote peace in the community, which I'm sure your officers or your police officers are in favor of also, because they don't want to get okay. shot at. So, police officers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you, what we'll do is we're going to, you know, you, this is a two-way conversation. I'm just giving one half of it. But yeah. the, uh, uh, you, you discuss it with him and say, okay, we'll call you. The instant that anything like this happens, because we want we want you to know that when he gets calmed down and ready to turn himself in, that we'll we're we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, not gonna restrict it, not gonna try to hide him, not gonna try to shuffle him off to somewhere else in the dead of the night. Uh, right. We want peace. And we need to have peace with you, too, so we're going to play square with you, and we want you to play square with us. It's a two-way street. You play square with us, we'll play square with you. And we'll offer sanctuary, and when the sanctuary time is over, they come to you. Or if you decide that what they did isn't that bad, then you tell them and they can go home. Or however you, however you deal with it. That isn't up to us. What we're trying to do is just promote peace. 
and uh, and this it's basically like what happened in Panama when they came in with their operation just cause and uh took down the uh the uh CIA drug runner uh Noriega and uh the, he he went he ran to the papal nuncio which is the Vatican embassy in Panama City he went and, and hid in there and he was there for a week or two and then a friend of mine's cousin who's the uh, was a federal marshal uh went in and and put the cuffs on him when he turned himself in but he turned himself in in a peaceful manner and no violence he didn't get shot nothing nothing exciting happened they just put the bracelets on him and flew him to Miami yeah that's uh uh and change drug lords here in Panama. They, anyway, that's uh, that's offering sanctuary is nothing new, and the police should appreciate it. Yeah, it's a tough sell. Well, uh, you know, you know, I say that I say it in that way because when you have a fascist government. All bets are off. Yeah. Oh well. But yeah. I don't want to. You know, we don't need to go there. Right. You get those fasci columns in in the Senate, right there. Yep. Absolutely. So on, on, on either side, you, know, you can see it on the old Mercury Dime. You can see it, and in, in the front where uh, old Abe Lincoln is is sitting there, on his throne there. The fascia right out in the front. He's resting his uh, hands on it. So. Right in your face. State, yeah, bundle the state rights. Right, right there. All the, we, ha- we hold it all. Bundle of sticks um, with an axe head sticking out. Y- yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, we we are, we got like six minutes for coming up in an hour. I don't know if you want to, you know, Keep it an hour and close out with something, or well, well, I got glad we covered this whole retreat thing because that's been a hot topic. So I just want to uh, make sure we go over that. So once again, the the corporation soul then get the the trust. Well, I mean, in my case, I'm going to be getting the trust, you know, with my son yeah. first. But um, anyway, I mean, you can still yeah, it it this. works either way. Yeah. I was just talking about the ideal way. Yeah, if the ideal way. If you have, yeah, if you have enough money to get a, a good piece of land, a few, you know, acres, so that you could yeah. have a meaningful retreat with with water and, and growing space and a place to put some goats and chickens, and ducks and geese and, and so forth. Um, then, then the cost of a corporation's soul is is minimized compared to the price of a, a nice chunk of land, like 10, 15, 20 acres with a creek running yeah. across it. It's just, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm talking every day. It's really, it is really about money management, economics. It's like, guys, okay, you got, you, you got to put up here. There's either like four to six people, you know, to at least pull your, your funds in and do this, to, to be serious about it. 
you know, and then carve out, you know, get like five acres or so, and then, uh, you know, farm the two and, you know, have your fish pond and all this stuff. It's just, it's just, it's the whole climate, the whole political <coughs> climate, you know, everybody wanting liberty, freedom, they want a new life, and that's that's really uh, in the air. It's popular, so. Yeah, well, talking and to that last thing it. that I sent you, the last thing that I sent you today was uh, an introduction to Sidney Tremaine, a friend of mine here right. in Panama. And, uh, you know, there are ways that you can relatively quickly uh, develop some income, some, some money coming in. And uh, what, what Sidney does, Sidney's a lifetime. He started making investments when he was 16 years old in England. He's older than I am, and I'm older than dirt. And uh, he's um, he he's finally written a program and perfected it that it buys the stocks, it search it researches the stocks, buys the stocks, keeps track of how the it's performing, and if it starts losing money, it sells it really fast. So you, you cut your losses, and it keeps the winners, so it maximizes its in it's increase and uh and he's got he has uh, uh he has uh people who are getting between uh 20 and over 100% a year you know how, how much it's going to perform for you depends on which stocks the program picks for you but the longer it runs the better it gets because it gets rid of the losers and keeps the winners. And it does it with no emotion whatsoever. One of the things he told me a few times ago that I was up there talking with him, he said people are going to, they're always emotional when they're dealing with stocks. For instance, uh, if you have two stocks that appear to be performing the same, you're going to stick with the one that you know the name of over one you've never heard of every day of the week. I said that makes sense to me, you know why? Right. Yeah, but but the 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 program might be able to see something in the historic uh, performance of of this other stock that you've never seen before, and see something beneficial and decide to go with it. So mm-hmm. he trusts his program, and he's getting fantastic results. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have those options. And, uh, you know, when, uh, I don't know if the people here are familiar with the revaluation of the currency or not, but it's seems to be pretty close. And once it does happen, about two months after that, I'm going to be doing four-day workshops that explain everything, and they'll be put on CD. And uh, the uh, uh, and also the there will be a fifth half day. I'm going to do another revision on my book and retitle it. And uh, and the last half day will be for people who have gotten the book and they want to take the last ultimate steps to to personal liberty. And uh, 
and to get rid of their socialist insecurity number and and reclaim all of their rights. And that last half day will be for people who have have um, studied the book and are ready to talk about implementing it. But you won't even be getting that until after you have the corporation sold and trust and you're starting to work toward the um, uh, the actual liberty and have the tools to do it. Your primary tools are a corporation sold and a trust or two and a good brain. You've got to have a good brain to do it. Okay. They have the brains. Well, we're at we're at an hour, so if you want to uh, cork it off at this point. Yeah. Well, I'm. Yeah, we can we can uh, close her down. That's okay. I'm starting to run out of voice. Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad we uh, you know discussed yeah, something. I know you, it's a it's a it's the basics we go over, and as as you know relevant stuff that's that's time sensitive, like. Like I said, um, people want to go off grid, so that that's a hot topic. That is yeah. on my plate. Uh, that's on my plate every day, and I'm talking to people, so that's why I'm bringing it up. Well, it's on mine too. I, mm. I will. I will always be as off grid as I can possibly be. Good, good, because that's a good place to be. That that's a goal of mine. I mean, you talk about fulfillment. You know, fulfillment. And, Hey, I want I want to I want to walk around my bare foot, get grounded, and you know, and just you know, I don't need to go crazy about this stuff, but we're just being poisoned and chemed to death. So, you know, place you can call your own. Yep, makes call sense to own. me. Yep, totally. So, okay, with that, I will end the call and we'll pick it up uh, next time. Then. Okie dokie. Thank you, and thank you, everybody that's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody.